you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole in none fantasy golf podcast with me words and my neighbor dje mr dodie fade on tonight's podcast kevin kisner is the last man standing in a six-man playoff at the wyndham championship we'll take a deep look at the blc leaderboard to see how many ways words got fucked and then johnny playoffs playoffs we got the northern trust at liberty national in fake new york city we're going over the featured groups. We got the shit picks with another special guest picker. And, you know, a little of this and that. Hey, Johnny. Hello, words. Yeah. How are you? Oh, man, great. Life's not pointless. You seem, you seem really happy. I am, yeah. It's good. <laughs> well, uh, tell you what. I did not see Kevin Kisner winning that son of a bitch. That's for sure. No, me neither. <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't Russell Henley. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> It's so painful. I know. You know, you didn't mention it on the show last week, but you did to me afterwards saying that there has not been a wire-to-wire winner all year on tour, and that just like was a little gnat in the back of my head all weekend. And I was after Saturday's round, kid. You know, everyone's going super low again, five, six unders, and you know, there's Henley at the top of the leaderboard, has a four-shot lead, and is just trying to grind through rounds. And I just knew it wasn't going to be good on Sunday, and it wasn't. Yeah, no, it it really wasn't words. It was, uh, it was it was almost hard to watch because I actually didn't really watch much of it. Yeah, they, we, they we started, played golf. They started it early. I got back, so I don't know if we want to jump right into the Wyndham. No, but, you did. You brought it up, okay. you asshole. Well, I uh, I didn't really watch any golf coverage all weekend, to be quite honest. I just was watching the scoreboard, and so I just. Part of me was like, "Oh, this is it. This is I." You know, I talked about the stat. I brought up the words. I didn't say it on the show, but I talked about no wire to wire winners all year. This is where it breaks. Like of all times, when words picks Russell Henley, this is when it breaks, and then it didn't. And you and I are playing golf Sunday. I see Russell Henley is like on the fringe of the green, like back of the green. I'm like, "Oh, well, at least he's gonna get in the seven man playoff." And the motherfucker three jacks. <laughs> like what the fuck? His second putt to miss inside of three feet. So he missed on that nine. Yeah, the, he missed a couple of shorties, and in the from what I understand, the other one was even shorter than that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, as you said, words there were so many guys straight up going low. Uh, Russell Henley's seventy one had to have felt like eighty one uh, compared to everybody that was in that playoff was between sixty four and sixty six, including your boy Siwoo Kim. Outside of like you know the five guys at the very bottom of the leaderboard, there was no one else over par for that day. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. I see Woo too. Fuck. Well, I think I think Russell Henley should probably feel pretty bad, but 
how about Adam Scott? You know, he's got a four foot putt to win the tournament that he does, doesn't even touch the fucking <laughs> I mean, hole. How many times have we seen that from that broomstick? It's just like it completely whiffs the hole. The answer is a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, Kevin Kisner, everybody, all these people, and I think Kisner's a cool guy. This ain't no hobby. What a legendary story that is. Would love to play golf with him. I like think, maybe more than any other pro. But I also think there's part of like the the douchebaggery effect of that. This is going to be an out there take for me, okay? I think there's a lot of people that are just like, oh, yeah, Kiz, man, Kiz. Oh, he's so cool. And he is, I think. But like, if you think Kiz belongs in the Ryder Cup team, you. And that's what I mean. So yeah. now, because he wins the tournament, it's like, oh, he's in for the Ryder Cup. Bullshit. Like, Why? At Whistling Straits? Because he's a short knock. I mean, yeah. I get it. He probably would be beneficial like in an alternate shot type game with, with a no, certain player. No, not at Whistling Straits. But Take, that, you should have taken him to Paris. But, I mean, that's what I mean. Just because he won this tournament doesn't mean he should leapfrog the likes of like Scotty Sam Scheffler, Scotty Scheffler. Tony, even though Tony's playing like shit. I mean, I you, mean you want... You want uh, Kiz or Tony at Whistling Straits. I mean, even Webb Simpson. You know, Webb hasn't had the best year, but like, come on, you're, you're no, not. What, no, you're not throwing in not Kevin Webb. Kisner. But it just seems like that's trending. And sh- dude, Phil's gonna be on the I team. That's what's crazy. That's why we're euros. Get, those are euros. <laughs> but it's it just like one win for this guy changes everything. And it's not like he has had a bad year. It's just he's a me- like he's a mid grade. You know, top. 20 30 player but he has to win at places like sedgwick exactly he cannot play every golf course yeah and so and he is like he's actually one of the pros that admits that which is like why people like him i think it's like no at a u.s open like i'm going t25 baby yeah here we go yeah there you go and like i just, I just think that this complicates things because there's so many people that love kids as a as just being a cool dude that doesn't mean he should be on the Ryder cup team you know and that's all I'm going where I'm going with this. Agreed. <laughs> that and I, th- I think he's kind of a closet douche. <laughs> it's a shtick. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, man, I'd rather God. be hunting and fishing. Yeah, you and Boo Weekly. Mm-hmm. Mm. But um, yeah, it was pretty painful. The Siwoo deal also. Siwoo on that par five on the back um, for two days in a row hits it in the in the brush. And I didn't watch a lot of it, but I was following a ton on uh, the app. The app, the PGA app, is cool when you go the shot length, shot mm-hmm. by shot. Siwoo fucking sends it off yeah. the tee. He had it's the butt cut, bud. Multiple <laughs> drives over three thirty, and then on this par five on Saturday and Sunday on the back, he hits it in. He bogeys on Saturday. He ends up saving par on Sunday, but oh god, life is pointless. I think that you who had the worst weekend. You, <laughs> Russell Henley, or Justin Rose three jacking to miss the playoffs. Man, <laughs> J Rose really loves money, man. You can tell. He took it like a champ, but uh <laughs> he was on fire on Saturday. I mean, he was draining like fifteen footers to save par for birdies. Um, but yeah, he ends up missing like a five footer on eighteen, you said? Yeah, yeah I think no, that's he, what it was. Yeah, it was a three a pretty ugly three jack. I mean, he had I I and again, I didn't really watch much. I saw the highlights. I think he had like 20 feet, and he three jacks from 20 feet to fall to 126. He was the bubble guy. Uh, but terrible story, potentially into the best story. 
Chesson Hadley shoots 62 and gets in off of Justin Rose's three-putt on 18 as 125, makes his first career hole-in-one on the 16th hole, and he had never had a hole-in-one in his life, much less on the PGA Tour, first ever hole-in-one. And if you remember, Chesson Hadley should have won earlier in the year. He choked away, I want to say it, Congaree? Congaree, yeah. yeah. And so... Yeah, he did. A, he did the Henley earlier in the year. Rose, Rosie, also called the Harris English. <laughs> exactly. Rosie, Rosie does Chesson Hadley a huge favor. Um, not only does that, he knows he's got to go out and shoot a number. He shoots sixty-two, makes a hole in one, gets into the playoff, which also means he retains his fucking PGA Tour card, which for guys like that is obviously way more important than just making the fucking playoffs. So yeah, that is um, a cool story that it happened to be because of a hole in one yeah in one stroke yeah it's, uh, it's awesome and and he even birdied uh, 18 as well his final hole of the day but did you see his celebration after yeah. he made the yeah. hole in one it was pretty pretty good really jay well i mean i i i'm still waiting for my day in the sun and what i'd do like I, he was a little more high, he was a little higher pitched than i anticipated <laughs> like a yeah! <laughs> yeah no that that was to me probably the best story of the weekend even though you know the guy. The guy, um, the guy finishes t fifteen. You know it's not like he won. Yeah, you know best story is the guy who finishes t fifteen, and then you got a bunch of guys who basically choked in a playoff. Henley, <laughs> I will say that uh, you know I, I didn't. I just saw the the quote, but you know basically Kisner's like shit. All if the, all these fuckers miss, I'm gonna win because <laughs> <laughs> he was within. He was tight. You know. Oh man. I mean, it's almost for the maybe for the best that Henley didn't make the playoff. Because can you imagine how those other five dudes, six dudes, would be looking at him on the first tee, just like shaking their heads, like, "Yeah, you had to shoot two under on the weekend. You couldn't even do that." He's like, "Thanks, fucking loser." Yeah, that's crazy. Because what did he shoot even on the weekend? Henley, yeah, yeah. sixty nine, seventy one. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's not very good playing considering the where he was and. Talk about a guy who had a shitty Saturday was the chalky pick of the week. My guy, Webb Simpson, I mean, he only misses the playoff by one shot. He ends up missing a couple putts. You know, he's he's a guy who is known for his putter. He holes out on the back nine on Sunday. Looks like, okay, it's all going to go Webb's way. This is it, you know. Wyndham right here in North Carolina, close to home. And he, he ends up missing a short one shortly thereafter. And uh, he probably let getting in the playoff getaway one thing i thought is weird they did play a sixum in the playoff it's awesome but apparently had there been one more player they would have broke they would have played two groups Boo. which i still think is stupid so that was cool seeing the shot length with all those six players balls going everywhere yeah balls everywhere ball, balls everywhere um but yeah so it, it was it was a the Wyndham, it was the Wyndham words. It was crazy. Six-man playoff that I think ties a PGA Tour record. Um, yeah, and it was entertaining because, you know, some of the other storylines of who's trying to get in. Ricky Fowler, yeesh. Yikes. Not close getting in. Uh, Jay Rose, as we mentioned, but Adam Scott did play himself in, and now he's playing at a course where he's won before. Yep, yep. Uh, some other, you know, I thought it was pretty crazy that Ricky really – I was expecting a lot from Ricky, and for him to just come out and basically not even... I'm trying to find Ricky on the fucking... Yeah, 71-72. He looks pretty pissed off out there. Yeah, And I I think for Ricky, it's kind of like Jordan. He needs to look at Jordan Spieth and know that 
he can find it and he can get back to where he was. You don't just all of a sudden fucking lose. Like, yes, we were, putter. we were convinced that he did. That Outside of top 100 putting, I mean, that's where his bread and butter was. And I think, like, guys like Brandle and other guys have said, it's like he spent so much time trying to figure out his weird, goofy swing, which was his, you know, it was, it was unique. But I think he went through a couple of different swing coaches and spent all of his time in the range and then just didn't work on putting, thinking it was always going to be there. And it's not, Doug. Yeah, no, I, I think that he just needs to reset the clock. Uh, isn't his? Isn't Allison expecting a kid? Yeah, yeesh. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think she is, and so no, hopefully nothing changes. Hopefully, Ricky can can take a look at Jordan, then take a long fucking look in the mirror and find his goddamn game and come back at some point. But you know. Let's just hope he's not the next Ian Baker Finch, you know, just straight up lose his game and be, <laughs> become a broadcaster. Yeah, it'll be one of the big uh, storylines going into next season, season four. Yeah, so words before we break in, I, I, let, I still think we wait to do this, the fantasy yeah. re- recap later, but, um, you know, my guy, Doc Redman, he misses the cut. That was a, a Hail Mary, if you will. I believe that's what our boy Tyler called, called it last week, uh, Hail Mary. Um, surprisingly, your boy Jason Kokrak missed the cut too. So, yeah. cup that was more surprising, obviously. And uh, no, what was really surprising was Henley. Yeah. Well, honestly, I I didn't think I I thought this was going to be the week he breaks the curse, and we only have to get through two more tournaments. Well, you nobody's going to make. Uh, you know, obviously the the tour championship. You can't. I guess you could go wire to wire, but that with the staggered start, I don't think that should count. And so. We got to get through two more tournaments, and it'll be interesting to see if anyone that's winning at the first round has a, cont- a shot to win the next two tournaments. Potentially, could go the entire season without a wire-to-wire winner, which would be pretty crazy, I think. So, yes, there's lots of other stuff. Uh, DJ still doesn't have a win on the season. He's gone like what 14 years, I think, consecutively with a win in a calendar year. Something like well, he's got a count. No, it doesn't, because November was when he won the Masters. So, yeah, lots of other storylines like that. That is crazy. Um, but, yeah, one of the crazy th- – so breaking away from the Wyndham, it was a great tournament. Congrats, you know, to, to Kevin Kisner. Um, obviously, the guys that were right there. Fuck you, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, kids. You're hopefully not on the Ryder Cup team, even though everyone's going to be like, come on, we need kids in there. We need kids in the team room. Well, yeah, get him in there. Get him in there, lads. <laughs> yeah. Get Johnny Long Socks. I'd love to see kids one-on-one against Poulter and Poulter fuck his ass up. <laughs> it would be like that, just seeing screaming Poulter frothing at the mouth like a fucking ugly-ass maniac. <laughs> um, words, I saw a fucking crazy story today about uh, former USG, uh, USGA employee that was charged with wire fraud, embezzlement. Apparently this guy cool. basically sold, it was something to the 23,000 tickets to US, like the US Open at Pebble Beach um, to third-party ticket vendors uh, for nearly $1 million, um, which the face value of those was over $3 million. So this dude literally somehow made off with 23,000 tickets. Now, how does anyone at any company, I know it's like, hey, yeah, man, this is my buddy Jay. He's like the guy who gets all the tickets, you know, like the corporate events, man. It's fucking sick. Like, you better make friends with Jay and you'll get some fucking badass seats. And then it's like, this guy right here, his name, Robert Fryer, 39 years old. I mean, this could have been our buddy. Could have been me. <laughs> could have been, been, been anyone. 
But uh, yeah, dude, he's looking at the max. <laughs> I mean, I know that people don't live this long, but potentially facing 300 years worth of <laughs> of prison imprisonment for for what he did. I mean, just slinging some tickets, bro. I didn't kill anyone. Faces a maximum of 300 years in prison, three years of supervised release, and 3.75 million dollar fine, and a 1,500 dollar special assessment. Wow, those are like some. <laughs> Some North Korean penalties. Yeah. Why don't you just chop his dick off and get on with it? Um, but yeah, I, I think that who who's the who's the person in control of the ticket sales or tickets at USGA? Obviously, to not notice that twenty three k of them went to old Bob Fryer, same asshole that does the course setup that everyone just like throws under the bus. That bald fuck. Yeah, Mike Davis. Yeah. Yeah. No, he resigned, but this would have been in under shame. his watch. In shame. <laughs> yeah. He probably he probably quit just before this story got out. Yeah, Mike probably was like, "Hey, I got some tickets I can help you offload, okay?" <laughs> My Mike Davis. Mike Davis. Yeah, he's the only one who could give anyone twenty three thousand of anything out there. Yeah, Mike Davis. Like, you know, he he quit because he's going to go pursue his like golf. He's going to start building golf courses with like, I don't know, one of the big guys. One I, of the bullshit TPC. I think he's that might Florida. be they're working with. I don't think he's working with Doke. It, it might be Fazio. He's working with somebody fairly famous, but it's just like. I better get the fuck out of here before they they, they see that <laughs> they me, me and Bob Fryer, me, me and B Fry, <laughs> me and Bob Fryer used to exchange <laughs> sex for tickets. Whoa, whoa, Robin! There's a huge, there's a huge conspiracy under all of this. Where it's, it's like there is a lot of just fucking same sex going on at the <laughs> USGA for tickets. <laughs> Scandal. So, USGA is a gay sex cult, huh? <laughs> yeah, sounds like it to me. That's a hot take. <laughs> yeah. That's out there in left field huh oh yeah old bob davis definitely looks like a gag ball guy <laughs> exactly yeah no <laughs> bob fryer mike davis <laughs> <laughs> yeah them too yeah anyways <laughs> so uh good luck if you bought so how was vegas <laughs> if you if you got cheap tickets to the uh if you got cheap tickets what the fuck <laughs> happened to you in vegas <laughs> if you got cheap tickets to Pebble Beach US Open back in 2019 just know that those might be tainted yeah text us <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> um vegas yeah vegas was good man uh i left my i left the bottom half and grip of my 7 iron in the pond at uh at 18 there at shadow oh cool so you always have a piece of you there uh-huh i snapped it like a twig i hadn't broken a club in a long time but it the time was right and i was just drunk enough to where <laughs> my strength was underestimated we've had this talk before like right after that happened did you like just think of your grandfather and how he's probably like just shaking his head at you somewhere no i was so satisfied that i broke the club i was like fuck yeah badass motherfucker yeah. and then i made par and i was like you fucking idiot why'd you break that club because <laughs> <laughs> like i literally i smoked a drive and it wasn't even that smoked i fanned it a little bit but it was still i'm hitting seven iron into a par five and i just i mean i chunked it 40 yards short and 40 yards left. You play from the white tees? No. No, I, I was not playing with you and your father-in-law. Get uh, fucked. <laughs> so um, I ended up literally just chipping it on and two-putting for uh, a five. It's part five. So, I mean. Hey, great, man. Great stupid. shot, man. Yeah. But uh, Shadow Creek obviously was awesome. Uh, it was so fucking hot. When we'd order a drink from the cart girl, the ice was melted within a hole or two. Um, so... We drink a lot, and we drink it fast. Step um, one. Saw Giannis Antetokounmpo in the um, Aria at like 7.45 in the morning. 
that was pretty cool. Saw him from a mile away. It was like, oh shit, that. Was that he looks gambling like, or that, was he like stumbling somewhere? With he was horror? he was walking through. It, it looked like with maybe one of his brothers because he was like as tall as him and looked. You know they were they were wearing masks, but it was one hundred percent Giannis. The, 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 like everybody freeze! The summer league was going on, uh, so I mean we saw a fair amount of basketball players there. But it was just funny because like you know I was only there for two nights, less than forty eight hours, and uh, you know first night we go obviously ham, and then we end up going to play shadow that next morning, and so. I wake up at like 5 a.m. after going to sleep sweats. at like 2.30. No, I mean, I just couldn't sleep, and it was like 7 o'clock here. So I'm like, my body, I can't go back to sleep. So I just get my shit on and go downstairs. <laughs> I sit down at a pie gow table <laughs> at like 7.25 a.m. And I'm literally like, oh, shit, there's Giannis right there. What the fuck? And I'm like, that's – and the, the guy next to me is like, who? And I'm like, the Greek freak. He's right there. And the guy is like, who is that? And I was like, you fucking imbecile. And <laughs> as soon as I see Giannis, uh, I'm playing Pi Gal. I don't know if you've ever played Pi Gal, but it's a fucking random ass, you know, card game. They pay odds for like specialty hands, more or less. And you have to pay five bucks each time. It's They call it a sucker bet. And for whatever reason, I had five bucks out there and I hit a straight flush that pays 50 to one. So I got a cool little 250 payout on my bonus and won the hand, obviously. So I won 350 on that hand right then and I quit immediately. Because I was like, oh, there's Giannis and my boy. I'll see you later. <laughs> get, get fucked. You don't know who he is. I didn't play another game the rest of the time I was in Vegas. So that was also the other good thing. Which, by the way, we did play some games on the golf course. I'm pretty sure I swept all the money, but I never got paid. So uh, Crowder, R. Scott, pay up, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Crowder's like, thanks for the fucking invite, Jay. You should be kissing my hairy beanbag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But... The other thing, too, is, like, when we get back from Shadow, we go eat, and it's like, okay, we'll all go kind of lay down for a second, we'll meet back down in the lobby. <laughs> I, I close my eyes, I wake up, and it's 1230, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> Text them, they don't respond, so <laughs> I ended up just walking around on the casino floor for, like, two hours by myself. <laughs> Ate a slice of pizza. <laughs> Watched a bunch of whores walk around with, with dudes twice their age. Seriously. <laughs> what a depressing Vegas night. It's like you're hazy from being drunk all day. Oh, bro, I was, like, standing outside, like, just, like, a common <laughs> spot, but I realized I was outside the high limits, like, slot room, so that's why this happened, but I had this girl walk up to me and just was like, hey, you want to go have a good time? And I was like, huh, no, thank you. Uh, and she's like, you mean you're not interested in soliciting prostitution from me? Like, basically, like, straight up, and I'm like, I know what you meant the first time. No, I don't want to hook up with you, you hooker. <laughs> she sounds like a cop. Yeah. Well, I think it's legal there, so I don't think oh, it would have been like <laughs> should have just been like sure. <laughs> Not really. This is entrapment. Yeah, it would be. It would be anywhere else but Vegas. So yeah, Vegas was fun. Got back and uh, went to a went to a birthday party. I got back at two thirty Saturday and was at a birthday party five hours later. Needless to say, when we played golf Sunday, I hardly remember it. Amen. Well. I don't know. Should we uh, visit the BLC leaderboard and just see how far back old Andy is? Yeah, I mean, don't be so hard on yourself, Words. I'm not having, you know, I feel like I'm in, you know, second place, but I'm not having a very good fucking year either. Don't tell me what to do, John. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so Words, um, even after last week, it was, like, like you said, you had a top 15 finish. I mean, Henley, epic choke job. Is what cost you, but Siwoo Kim T two, um, yeah. you combined for five hundred ninety thousand. You finished tied for fifteenth. 
Um, so don't be so goddamn hard on yourself because you beat me by 20 spots and about 300K. A little over, actually. I had Doc Redman who missed the cut. Webb Simpson, T7, got me 201. And then Will Zalatoris, not the week he needed to get into the FedEx Cup. He, he's, his season is officially over. Poor bastard. He was kind of uh, knocking on the door there at a point on Sunday, which is kind of all you can ask for, and didn't didn't work out for the kid. Yeah, he, he, he played well, but not well enough. He will be practicing until... I hope he practices on some of those three-footers. Like, he missed one at the Open that ran, you know, like eight feet by. <laughs> but, I mean, those look really, really uncomfortable. No, I, I completely agree with you. So, I imagine he'll be back and hungry for next season. So, uh, words, like as I mentioned, you finished tied for 15th. Russell Henley, Siwoo Kim, and Kokrak got you nothing, but still 590000 But there was a plethora of gentlemen who picked Kevin Kisner, 13 mm. to be exact, but none were better than the four-way tie for first. You had our dog, Ryan Storr, Kevin Kisner, Will Zalatoris, Webb Simpson is all four of these players. Uh, all four of these teams picked the same lineup. $1.39 million. Also, Ryan Ford, a.k.a. Ford, the Rescue Squad, our boy Billy Payne, and not to mention Hogan's Heroes, Creighton Haddon, who actually is now the number one team heading in uh, of, of Segment 3. So Ooh, um, as it stands right now, move. Segment 3, which still have two tournaments left, so it's anybody's ball game. Um, he's got a $100,000 lead over Vegas Dave and uh, – Spackler squad, Michael Fitch. So there's some guys that stand to kind of make some money. And, I mean, all the way back to probably 20th place still kind of has a chance to place in the money there because there's there's only $2 million separating the top 20 spots in segment three, and there's still two $10 million-plus purses coming up. So who knows? Somebody gets crazy, they could win some serious money. But as far as the overall season's concerned, words, there's only two tournaments left. Um, the top 10 is fairly unchanged, but – We'll run down the top three, which is completely unchanged. Still at number one, Harper Ward, a.k.a. Vegas Dave's got a $450,000 lead over Keegan's bestie, Matt Stonecipher. And he's got another, basically, $170,000 lead over Nathan Wilson, a.k.a. Hold. Up one spot to number four, Jordan Blackburn. Down one spot to number five, only English with an ace, my sister. Up another spot from seven to six, Ginger Jesus, Travis Risser. Down to or down a spot. I don't think he submitted a lineup last week, so shame on you, Edward Haruz. Two shot par, holding tight at number eight. Putter face Trey McClendon, still in the top ten. What a fucking Cinderella run this is. Last year's champion, two gloves attorney Doug Nix, and back in the top ten. And boy, am I fucking glad he's there. Up two spots, El Chapo, Sam Swanson. Words, I fell one spot. That just seems to be what I've been doing lately. One spot. Hey, I'm pretty good at being right in the middle of the goddamn pack. Um, and you, Words, you actually you actually, uh, you actually, raised up one spot. You're now straight up number 70. You only have to go one more spot up to be at number 69, and then you fucking hold that spot down, goddammit. <laughs> then that would be the silver lining on the season? Yeah, it's like, no, I had a shitty year, but at least I finished 69th. That's true. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you you did a kind of another deep dive just between us last night, and I had one winner on the you know, the whole fucking year, huh? Yeah, oh, Christ. Yeah, if you if you want me to dive even deeper, no, I can no, look at I that. Don't. But that's what's crazy is like some of the guys up at the top, like actually Nathan Wilson has the most winners of anybody. He's sitting there at third. So I mean, Harper, aka Vegas Dave, has just been consistent, you know. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, the consistency is key in this game, so unfortunately that hasn't been the case. I've been consistent, but just Don't worry, we're going to change bad. the rules before next season. Which, I don't know, I don't know. We should. To three? Yes. That'd be I, ballsy. I've, spo- I've talked with that to several people in the league, and I think everybody's up for it, so. Well, it's time to play God, words. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Yes. We'll see if C-Rob can <laughs> email the guy that runs the website to ask for us. Uh, Please. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, so this is crazy. Spackler squad, our boy Fitch, who's came on the show before, he's in 15th, and he is tied for, he's picked six winners this season. Nathan Wilson, as I said, has picked seven. There's three guys that have picked six, so putter face and Vegas Dave. So Vegas Dave honestly has deserved that number one ranking, but you'd be surprised. It's just, it, it's crazy. You think picking winners is everything, but a lot else goes into it, so even though Nathan Wilson's got seven, he's in third, and he's got some work to do to get back to that one spot. So it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds. Words two tourneys left, two tourneys left, and it starts to get real percy in these last two. So if I had gone runner runner last week, one two with Henley and Siwoo, I think I would have had an outside shot to catch your scrawny ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean you would have gotten an additional one point. Or no, it would have been. Nine nine hundred K. Now I just need the Rom Rom winner. Yeah, hey, you're right. Hey, if you don't think that I know who you're fucking picking the next two <laughs> tournaments, you got me all wrong. But you probably can guess who I'm picking too, motherfucker. Well, that's what I was gonna. I'm a little curious to see. Like, are you gonna try to block me and neutralize me? Or are you gonna try to actually move up the leaderboard? Uh, I think the Hail Marys. This tournament are not gonna be. Next next week, I think, is when I'm going to try to maybe go outside the box a little bit. Not that I'm not this week. It's just, it's more chalky. There's so, every every single fucking good player is playing this week. Yeah. Except for Louie. Did you know Louie's not playing this yeah, week? Yeah, sad. He's like, I don't need this course. I didn't want tractor. Why the fuck would I go there if I'm already in top 10? I don't have to do anything else to advance. I've played so much golf. I hate New York. <laughs> <laughs> and New Jersey. Which the Liberty National does look like a pretty badass place. It I does. Mean, I uh, my boy, our boy Keith Mitchell, uh, called in to PGA Radio today and was was about to hop on a ferry and just literally you take a ferry over from wherever uh, and you're twenty yards away from the fucking driving range. Like it's pretty pretty cool little setup. The backdrop of of obviously downtown New York City. So. Um, I hate New York. I've been there one time. I don't ever want to go back. But if I did, I'd want to play Liberty National. So, And then Beth Page. That too, yeah. Well, Johnny, with that, I guess I could give you the small rundown of Northern Trust at Liberty National. It's par 71, 7,400 yards and change. In Jersey City, it's bent grass. They're smaller greens with a lots of long fescue, the mosh, and um, shitload of bunkers also. So it's uh, it's back in New York, uh, New Jersey, after a year in uh, Boston, and uh, it's probably good that you're leaning towards the chalk because winners of this tournament they typically have a win during the season, and five of the last six winners of this tourney are um, have already been in the top ten of the FedEx Cup points. So uh, the cream rises to the crop typically at this old Northern Trust tournament. Cream rises to the top. Yeah, it's like wet biscuit. Um, words, now that you told me that, can I change my picks? No. <laughs> I think two of my guys have won this year, I think. But one of them hasn't. <laughs> Fuck. Big Don? 
So, words, why don't we go ahead and uh, bring on a first ever? No, he's been on. A first ever second time guest picker for the show. Is that right? Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a repeat guest picker. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I was getting at. It's the first time. Hey, Words and I are very protective of who comes on this fucking show, and there's no one else we'd rather have, all right? Yeah. Except for Fields, but he's too much of a pussy. <laughs> no. Just joking, I love you. But if you turn down J.E., apparently you are gone. Yeah, yeah. One, one of the four guys that tied had turned us down once this year, so uh, go fuck yourself, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> He's not listening. It's okay. Oh, Christ. All right. Bringing on, as mentioned before, the first ever, second time guest picker on the show, my boy and Words', words boy, wishes. Fuck you. Words' wishes he could be his member guest partner. My boy, Billy Payne. Billy, how you doing? I'm doing very well, Johnny. How are you, sir? Good to be with you gentlemen again. You too, Bill. Words hates me. <laughs> John has all these empty wine glasses in front of me. I'm getting ready to start throwing them on the fucking ground. Who was the celebrity course. a few years ago that like smashed a wine glass and like cut their fucking arm off? Do you remember this? No. Well, I'm just thinking of the way Avicii killed himself. Never mind. Oh. 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 <laughs> Never mind. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So, Billy, you uh, had some good picks last week. You picked the winner, Kevin Kisner. Um, yeah, kids. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Had it the whole way. Nowhere. Had it the yeah. whole way. Yeah. So I think here, I dropped my picks at like 1130. It's never too late to get your picks in. It's never, never too, too late. late to, it's never too late to win, Billy boy. That's right. That's right. Hey. Here's a, here's a debate we got for you. Should Kevin Kisner be on the Ryder Cup team? Man, give, give me the I, – I, does he not qualify from accomplishments this season? Uh, not points-wise. How close is he? I think he's 18th. Not very. I mean, I mean so, so you got – There's got several Riggs, people ahead of him. You got, you got Riggs pumping him up, and that's why everybody thinks in our world thinks that he should be on the team. And what do you, where are you guys at on that? He's no. been on it before, right? Or was, Fuck no. Was he on President's Cup? President's yes. Cup. Yes. This is yeah, whistling I mean, straights, though. I, I mean, they're not playing Sedgwick. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, that, I've, I've heard that argument as well, words. I mean, you know, the guy's, the guy's a blast, great personality, uh, you know, seems to be fun guy to be around, drinking beers, you know, whatever. Uh, th- there got to be better guys available. So let me just tell you this, Billy Boy. The top six are exempt, and then Stricker has captain's picks after that. So uh, it looks like Kiz is sitting at 18, but the guys in front of him, 17, Sam Burns, 16, Billy Horschel, 15, Kokrak, 14, Scotty Scheffler, Webb Simpson, Finau, Cantlay, Berger. I mean, give me any of those I mean, guys, to be quite honest. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Except I agree for except for maybe fucking Billy Horschel. <laughs> but so Bitchy funny. Horschel. Horschel usually has like a pretty good playoff push, so uh, it'd be funny if he rattled off a win. He's like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm still here too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, give me Brian Harmon, to be quite honest, over, over Kiz. He's just down there like, 24, so. Uh, so. So where does the where does the hype come from, just this win? I mean, I get the what have you done for me lately deal, but I mean – I, I I love the I love the concept that it's just a big boy course and you know n- no disrespect the guy's a great player but the distance is uh, yeah. I, I think it's I think it's proven out I think it's borne out by the data the the hot take that we kind of had to start the show was that 
although yes, he just won. And yes, he's a very, very likable guy. That doesn't mean he needs to be on the fucking team. Yeah, I agree. I We're agree. already going to have to put up with fucking Phil being there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which by the way, that moved him one spot ahead of Phil. So you'd give me a toss up between those two. And I guarantee you, I know who's Dricker's picking, right? Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without His a boy. Doubt. His yeah. boy yeah. Lefty, the guy that's lost Proven like entity. 90% of the Ryder Cups. Have been in. <laughs> <laughs> He's a team guy though. Yeah, team exactly. Guy. I'm, I'm real funny. Great locker room yeah. guy. Everyone wants yeah. to play with him. <laughs> uh, all right. So anyways, enough of that. Great conversation there. Uh, we're, so we're heading to New York City, uh, technically New Jersey. Joyzy. It used to be a landfill, right? Words. That's it. No. I mean, I splinter the fucking rat that raised the ninja turtles yeah, probably grew up there the sewer, the sewer over there they've played this tournament here a couple times uh back in 2019 they played here patrick reed won uh dj's won here before yeah, they had, answer got second that year that he did they had a did they have a Ryder cup or president's cup here president's cup okay so you know it's a place that people have seen very scenic but uh i think this leads to probably I, I don't see a guy that's outside the top, you know, 75 probably winning here. We'll see. I'd like to be proven wrong maybe. But, uh, yeah, so the featured groups are pretty chalky. Featured group A. I, I love it how they're doing the featured groups. Just like yeah. one first place, second place, third place, all the way through, it, all the it, way down right now. It's great. It is cool. Literally, it's by the number. So you got one, two, and three, three, four, and five. It, it's good stuff. So that's, that's, that's a good way to do it. Exactly. So – First feature group we got here, we got Hideki Matsuyama. He's playing with Brooks Kepka, who we haven't seen in a little bit after that knee injury he had supposedly before when I picked him and he played like shit. And they're playing with Cameron Smith, the all Um, I am not on these guys because I don't have a Brooks Kepka pick left in my, in my holster words. And this was one I thought that you might try to bust out on me, but who knows? No, I left Brooks on the bench because it's not a major, and I think he's more concerned about his left-handed match with Dave Portnoy, who, by the <laughs> way, has been calling him Bryson, which I think is just great bullshit. <laughs> uh, so I'm actually kind of all in on that deal. But no, I don't think Brooks uh, probably, you know, he says he cares, but I don't think he probably does. And plus, he brought his girlfriend along, and so she always drags his ass down. She's never, I don't think she's ever been there when he won a major. I have not fact-checked that at all, but I'm going to believe that in my heart of hearts <laughs> that uh, she has drug him down. No, she, she was there. Remember whenever he beat Tiger at Bell Reeve? Because that's when they saw the, 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 the infamous meme of where she's like so baffled and like, oh my God, there's fucking Tiger. Whenever Tiger like congratulated Brooks after he won at Bell Reeve. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was good. <laughs> so, uh I like Brooks out of this group. I mean, fuck, Hideki has been as hot as anybody in the world the last few weeks, even off of flying back from Japan and contending immediately the next week, going into a playoff. Uh, I just didn't like them more than the guys I picked. So. I like my Strixon brother in a lot here, uh, especially with how he's been hitting the ball lately. His putting has been like shit. You know, I think he's lost, uh, you know, seven, seven strokes in the green a couple tournaments ago. Um, but it doesn't matter when you hit the ball like him. And here it's um, – you know, there's the rough and then there's that long fescue that's like not too far off the rough. So outside of, you know, strokes gained approach, I think that it's going to be a premium to have like a, a good tee ball that's, that's in play. And he can do that too. Um, you know, he'll ball strike the hell out of it, but I did not pick him. Um, I got him going into fantasy or draft Kings though. How about you, Billy boy? You like anybody in this group? You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go against all of that great fucking analysis right there on on BK, and I'm gonna ride with the big boy. 
for 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 no no other reason than you know kind of chalky pick hopefully bigger event he he gives more of a shit than he typically does uh but great analysis there from both of you guys on on both sucks. And, and on and well i mean I, it, that's just as true as anything right i mean when justine's in a good mood it seems like preed can get it done but you know when she's bitchy which is 95 percent like of the time <laughs> he, he, he ain't yeah yeah what a great name by our boy uh that was on the show last week patrick reed choker yeah. like that is phenomenal phenomenal another boy tyler tyler yeah, I, I honestly – I like the BK pick. I, I, do I don't have any more BK <laughs> picks, but I did see it was a sponsored ad because apparently I don't follow her, but it was a sponsored ad for that Jenna had, and it was like, you know, you can see on Instagram, it's like sponsored ad. She's like, so, guys, I just want to go over with you my nighttime regimen. <laughs> and she's oh, like, God. I mean, I'm so tired. That's kind of why I have these bags under my eyes. And I'm like, what would you say about a bag? You and Brooks have been doing a bag this weekend. She's like, no, I love tequila as much as the next girl. Uh, yeah, she's and, tough. She's tough. Okay, well, so there we go. We got Billy on BK. The next featured group, though, this is, I believe, one, two, three. We've got Colin Morikawa, and he's playing with Jordan Spieth. And surprisingly enough, Patrick Cantlay did enough work early in the season to where he's still up there. So those three are playing together. Uh, I think this course could not set up much better for anyone than, than Colin Morikawa, which is why I initially picked him. But words, you know me, the fucking devil in my ears backed me off of it for some reason to go with another guy. Even though I've got two more Morikawa picks, I might regret that later. Yes. Damn. Damn. I, I only have one more Morikawa pick. Um, so I, I laid off of him this week. Uh, the I'm course, the same boat. I think every course sets up for Colin Morikawa. So, um, you know, that's just how that goes. Spieth, uh, I've, I've burned all those bridges um, or picks, I should say. He, um, you know, every course kind of sets up for his game too. He actually kind of chipped like shit a couple outings ago. but Yeah, um, when I picked him a couple weeks ago, he played like dog shit. And he also chipped one off the green at the open, which was a little weird. Um, but he'll probably chip a couple in here this week. And um, I, I really liked Cantley, and I thought hard, long and hard about him this week, um, just from, from a ball striking standpoint. Uh, ben Grass Greens, well, he knows how to put those. So. Well, you know, you know, as much as anything, you know, the story. Oh, there, there's God, so many stories go. of there's so many stories of what's going on and who's playing. But you know, the, the, probably the biggest story I saw this week is Joe Lacava's on the bag for for Cantley. Yeah. So wow, yeah. So he'll never get on Tiger's bag again, probably. <laughs> no, <laughs> apparently, fired. apparently, Cantlay's caddy got COVID. So yeah, Tiger's like, no, yeah, try it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, if you win, I swear to God, I'll never talk to you again. <laughs> <laughs> so Tiger cuts people out of his life. So I don't know what took me so long to say this, but I'm taking Jordan Spieth again. Yeah, I'm going. I'm with on Spieth. him too. Okay, Johnny. He played well here last <laughs> time they played the event here in 2019. I think he t sixed. And that was when he was in his bad rut of play. So, obviously, I think he likes the out, uh, kind of the layout of the course. And so, I like Jordan. And that was one way for me to kind of get at you words because I knew you couldn't pick him. So, um, I am going with Jordan Spieth for those two reasons mostly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I laid off Morikawa to pick this schmuck who fucked me two weeks ago oh, when I picked him. Morikawa is 100% winning this week. Definitely winning. <laughs> Is that the same reasons why you picked him, Billy Boy? Because his history here, or what? Yeah, no, I, I liked him. Just I liked him because I had one more to burn, and you know, I mean, it's 
I, when I think about this season, man, it's been fun to watch him get back on the horse and win again. I mean, definitely a guy where, you know, game's more enjoyable to, <clears throat> to watch it from our perspective when he's in the mix. I mean, hell, my, my wife likes watching it when Spee's in the hunt. So, uh, you know, now that's saying and, something. And, 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 and ho- yeah, right. No shit. And hopefully, he, like Ward said, hopefully he throws one or two in the hole and, you know, makes, you know, 10, 10 putts from 30 feet like he does when he wins and he's in, he's in the mix. There you go. I like that. Yeah. It always is a little more interesting when he's in the mix because he likes doing yeah. crazy shit. He's just that good old wholesome Texas boy. <laughs> so we think. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, me and Billy Boy both on Spieth. Uh, the next featured group, we got the big boy. We got Big Bryson. He's playing with Justin Thomas and Sam Burns, a guy who's really showed some serious form all season. So I really like Sam Burns this week. I laid off of him. He was initially in my roster of picks, but then I decided to go a little bit a different direction. Uh, and I never would be surprised if Bryson won- would win. He always seems to kind of do that kind of shit. But words, after what Justin Thomas did to us at the Olympics, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm off JT too. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like connect the dots like you did, but I kind of like where you came from more. So yeah. Uh, he fuck fucked him. our DraftKings lineup. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're JT pick. Um, yeah, God. words Xander that week. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that again. Oh fuck. Um, all right. Yes. I'm now. I'm triggered. JT. Yeah. Pass. Who else we got? We got um, Bryson and Sam Burns. So Bryson eighth in the FedEx at St. Jude's, but like on Sunday again, just like when he didn't have seventy seven. When he didn't have it going, it's like I'm not gonna find it, and I'm I'm gonna have a bad day out there. And this is New York. I think they're going to be jumping all over his ass, uh, calling him Brooks all weekend. I hope Brooks gets some of that too. People calling him Bryson. I would like to see a little more of that. Um, and then Sam Burns, I would fucking love it if he got like maybe a couple top five runner runners if he doesn't win um, to really put some pressure on Stricker because that's one thing that I think, you know, Americans typically don't do in the Ryder Cup. They always go for like the sentimental pick. They're your fucking fill, if you will, or someone who they think is deserving rather than like a young guy like Sam Burns who has real firepower and who could play in, you know, five, be six Ryder Cups. Yeah, be on the team for 20 yeah, man. Years. Exactly. I, I agree totally with that approach. We, we got we to gotta start picking some of these younger guys, get them some experience early on. Yeah. And I, I understand the sentiment. Don't get me wrong. I understand the, the, the fill pick, if you will. But, like, get these guys an opportunity. They're fun to watch, too, pounding it out there, you know, better more competitive on these modern courses possibly so. yeah and if phil's not there you may get like a dj's being the vocal leader out there like, <laughs> oh, let's just come together and you know play hard yeah it's just, it's funny to me because like everyone seemingly has and we've talked about this with our boy grooms everyone's got this like e last name like you're wordsy i'm je <laughs> you've got bernsey you've got bryson which isn't one but JT, fuck that guy. You can't, you can't create that with him. JT. <laughs> I'm just trying to hate on JT. He's going to be on the team. Yeah. So, uh, did you lay off them all? I'm Billy off Boy? them all. Okay. Off Same. Them all. Same. Yeah, nobody in this group. All right. So, the last featured group, and this obviously I think is going to garner maybe some picks. We got my bastard brother who choked his last time out on the, the back nine, Harris English, playing with – the number one player in the world and who we haven't seen and somehow has contracted COVID at least twice, maybe more than that. Who, who fucking knows? 
Kelly's husband, John Rahm, and fresh off the WGC victory, Abraham Anser. Ooh. Who finished second the last time they played this tournament here, by the way, words pointed out earlier? Um, Rom. I mean, I'm obviously on Rom. Uh, one of the best players in the world right now. We haven't seen him, like J.E. said, but the last three starts, he got second at the Open. He won the U.S. Open, and he had an eight-shot lead at Memorial before they asked him not to come back because of the Wuhan. Um, yeah, what you said, he obviously got, got, got again, which is kind of a head-scratcher. But uh, which He did come out and talk about how much it sucked not being able to go to the Olympics, which I truly believe is sincerity there. Yeah, he's a he's an articulate dude, and he he's uh, he's taken that stuff like better than I've taken it for him. <laughs> I feel like I've been more pissed off about it than he has, <laughs> which is kind of surprising because he's gets really pissed off out there. Um, but yeah, I love Rom, and I got two more picks, and uh, yeah, let's let it ride with John. Yeah, good call. What about you, Billy Boy? Have you burned them all? I've burned all my Rom picks. I've burned them all as well. Burned okay, them all as well. I love Abe here, but for Abe to get his first win only to win in his next start seems unlikely. Um, I agree. I do see Abe probably getting in the top 10 here, but I just think at this point we're picking for winners. We're not probably not picking for top 10s because what I'm in 40th, words is in 70th. Why, why the fuck else? We're, we're trying to pick fucking winners here, Billy boy. That's exactly right, Johnny. I'm in the same boat. Okay. So anybody in this group, Harris English or Abe? Nope. Okay. Right here. You know that if I wanted a Saturday winner, I would have gone for hey, Harris. This is this is what sucks. So we've got Billy Boy, you've picked Brooks and Speeth. I'm on Speeth. Words is on Rom. That means we are on some guys that are outside of the top ten. And I got a bad feeling that me and Words and possibly you too, Billy Boy, but that doesn't really matter, but might be on the same guys. So um I'm gonna go ahead and go on out there and say it. Of course I'm on the guy who won here back in twenty nineteen. Played well in the President's Cup here. I'm going with Captain America. Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed. Oh, Patrick Reed. So I, for all the reasons I mentioned, I'm going with Patrick Reed because he loves this golf course. He has a well-rounded game in every aspect. Chips, gets down. The short game is by far known for everything, but he can do everything well. So yes. let's see Patrick Reed this week, baby. Yeah. He's been a little wild with the driver. So um, if he can straighten that out for this week, um, he obviously knows what he's doing out there. And he's coming off of a week at just home with Justine. So that could, that's the wild card. Get <laughs> the fuck out of here. Is he going to have like a black eye on one or is he just going to be ready to go? He might have a black eye from being home with Justine, but Justine might have a black guy from being home without him. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> They don't call the best color man in baseball for nothing, <laughs> folks. All right. So, uh, Words, you're the only guy that hasn't announced two of the picks. Why don't you go ahead and give us your second pick? I'm going with man with the golden nose. Oh, yes. I'm going with DJ. Me too, baby. Let's, let's go, DJ. <laughs> okay. Okay. Of course. Do it for uh, the show, baby. Yeah, and I think I'm making up the number 14 consecutive years uh, on the PGA Tour with a win. Um, it may be like 10, 11, whatever. 14 sounds like a good number. Um, so he's due. He's kind of knocking on the door this year. It's been his approach numbers. Um, so I think he's going to drive the ball really well, hit those approach shots onto the green, make some putts. DJ. Yeah. So, 
I will say I was listening to Billy. You might you might have more respect for this guy than than us, but Michael Breed, you know, renowned instructor. Uh, renowned, I was, yeah. Was listening weasel. to him talking to. Uh, he was on his show basically talking about how he watched uh, DJ on the range and everything is just a slight little cut, you know, just the way DJ loves it. Just a nice little cut, everything falling just perfectly right. He and Claude Harmon are on the range together and they aren't fucking hardly talking to each other. And so, you know what that told Michael Breed and what also tells me if your instructor is not telling you what to do, that means it's pretty goddamn good. I just got nothing to say, maybe. So I, I really love the, J, or the DJ pick. I almost did it myself, but I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. I'm saving that for next week because I only got one left. Yeah, you got one in the cannon still. One in the cannon. So are you guys both out of J, uh, DJ picks now? or is, is this I will my... be, yep. Yeah, I think this is my last for him as well. I knew Words was going to pick him, so I was like, okay, if Words picks him and he doesn't win, you don't know shit. <laughs> I'll have him the next week. shit about me. <laughs> okay, so – that means that, Billy Boy, you've exhausted your picks. You're on Brooks, Spieth, and DJ. That ain't too chucky. Um, <laughs> right now, I'm on Spieth and Reed. Words is on Rom and DJ. What so. a cuck this guy is, eh, Bill? Hey. Hey. <laughs> Call me Cucky Sanders. Uh, <clears throat> so I guess I'll go ahead and give my third pick, unless you want to go ahead and give yours, Billy Boy, because there might be a good chance we're on the same guy. I'm going with the gold medalist. I'm going with my boy, Mr. X-Man, Xander Schauffele. I think the tiredness from being on the media tour and going over to Japan is done. I'm going with a guy that I've got two picks left because I could still maybe pick him next week. When it came down to it for me, I decided, do I want Colin Morikawa or do I want Xander Schauffele? And you know I got a soft spot for the X-Man. That's why I'm going with Xander Schauffele. It's a good pick. Um, Yeah, it's a good pick. (laughs) He's never had a top 20 here, but – I mean, Xander's, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't think that really matters for Xander can win anywhere. He's got the kind of firepower as J.E. alluded to. So good pick. Um, I kind of just, I, I want Xander to win for his dad now more than Xander almost. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so yeah, good luck. Billy boy. Did you see the picture of Xander's dad uh, outside the pool with a speedo of course, on? The of course. In the metal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the metal. yeah. I may, ne- I may never give this back or something like that. Yeah, see, he needs to, you know, maybe he should have taken the sunglasses off, <laughs> giving us a real good was, look at that eye of his. <laughs> Pretty aggressive pick, really. I was thinking when I saw it, I was like, yeah, all right, Dad. You know, Xander's got to be proud of that. Yes, 100%. Yeah, he's, you know, he's got a, a big old belly, but there's some, there's some muscle there. Uh, <laughs> Jay, but you're so thirsty on Instagram. I think you do need to start sliding in like, hey, can we get a good look at that eye? <laughs> Words is always talking about his third eye. We're like, he's like, hey, open up your third eye and tell us something. I'm like, hey, Xander's dad, open up your second eye (laughs) or don't. (laughs) Just kidding. Anyways, Joe, just kidding, folks. All right, Billy boy, who's your last pick? You got me all right there, didn't you? It's me. It's me. Oh, that's right. Okay, Words. Okay, let's see what Words has here up his sleeve. I'm going to go with the best driver in the game right now. Mr. Rory McIlroy. Oh, man. I just want him to pound that shit right down the middle all fucking day. His last last three, T12 at the WGC in Memphis, played really well there, fourth at the Olympics, and then, you know, 46 at the Open. But he, you know, kind of shits down his legs at majors sometimes. I think Rory's game is really coming back on strong, kind of where it was uh, pre-COVID, really. So, um, like I said, just like with all these guys, just pound the shit out of the ball hit a lot of these small greens, and make some putts. We're going one, two, three this week. Get me right back in the mix. 
for, you know, like 50th. Uh, no, I love it. I love it. But uh, it's funny because I, Rory was on my short list and, you know, every time I picked Rory, he's oh, absolutely yeah. fucked me. So it's hard for me to forget about that. So um, I like what you said about Rory. It's Rory, Rory's- like, hey, Rory plays for money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I like that pick, and I think Rory likes this golf course. So uh, it's interesting. That's uh, I like how all of our picks have shaped up. So Billy Boy is on Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, and Dustin Johnson, the man with the golden nose. I am on Jordan Spieth, Patrick Reed, and Xander Shoffley. Words is on Rom, DJ, and Rory. Wow. Yep. Some firepower there. There's some firepower. Yeah, I saved these horses for, you know, to make my move. I just didn't think that move was going to be from 70. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, from, the, from the hit show, the hit cartoon show, Doug, you remember, you remember the character Chalky? <laughs> That's Chalky. all of us. <laughs> I think Chalky was blue. No, Skeeter was blue. Chalky was like green. That's how you got to play this. This one is one of the best fields outside of a major um, in golf. And, you know, kind of like we said earlier, it's, it's the, it's the thoroughbreds that win this one. There you go. Next week you can take yep. a flyer. Yeah. Next week that when it, when it's shrunk to 70, that's then we can take Ryan Palma. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, Billy boy, obviously it's great having you on the show for the second time. And as we like to say to everybody that comes on the show, it sure would be nice to talk to you again next week. <laughs> well, I'd love to be here again next week. Thanks again for having me. Uh, stoked to be the, the uh, inaugural two-time guest on the show. Great, the greatest podcast out there. Yes. Oh my oh, god! Come on, Bill. Just, just a just a treat. The mouth. Just yeah. a treat to listen to you guys every year. Another good year in the books. Thanks again for the effort. I know that it is not always easy to gear up and throw down a show, and you guys stand and deliver. It's a pretty cool deal. Well, thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Billy boy. And there wouldn't be anyone else we'd rather have next week, unless it was maybe fields. (laughs) (laughs) Your best friend fields. (laughs) Just joking. I'd rather have you. All right, man. Have a good one. Great talking to you. See you, Bill. Likewise. See you guys. Well, Johnny, I don't know. I think we said it all. I think we have words. I mean, I'm excited. I I think this golf course really looks good on TV. It, it adds to the theater of, of, of Sunday weekend golf. So I'm actually super excited. I'm going to try to play golf Friday, Saturday, and I'm dedicating Sunday to watching golf. So nice. Yep. I will be in the Friday game and yeah, I mean, God, Thursdays, even though I'm in 70th place, Thursdays are just fucking awesome. I love, <laughs> love Thursdays, baby. Who's going to creep up on the leaderboard and post a number? Uh, and it's East Coast. It's Anything East Coast. can happen on a Thursday, God damn it. Dreams are alive and well. And I just, I, nothing's worse than the, the text I send at like 6 a.m. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, where is <laughs> <Yeah>. fuck? <laughs> Speeds bogeyed one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Hopefully he won't, but. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for listening. Hit that like button. I don't know. Do we have a like button? Uh, like our picture that we post tonight. It, <laughs> yeah. Who knows what it'll be or if it's tomorrow morning. But Was whatever. there any weird stuff said? Uh, uh, Justine's <laughs> new boyfriend. That was, that was coming out of left field. That was really surprising. <laughs> or or, uh, or just we could just repost that pic of uh, Xander's dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll probably have to go with that one. Oh, I love that son of a bitch. All right, you guys, thanks for listening. Enjoy the golf this week, and keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness.